Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I just want to assure you that we are not going to start with Aaron Rodgers. Nah. <laughs> it is going to have to wait. There's only about eight dozen outlets that are covering Aaron Rodgers in case you really need to know what's going on with him. Essentially, if he wants to rework his deal... That would be the likeliest avenue to stay with the Packers unless they decide that they are ready to move on. And there is that report out there that, in fact, Jordan Love is getting closer and closer. Dear Lord, I hope so. Getting closer and closer to starting. Not that dissimilar from the timing around Rodgers ascending to the starting job in Green Bay following Brett Favre, correct? And Favre was not ready to retire. He did retire in kind of the wake of an emotional loss, if you remember. And if you don't, that's what happened. He felt like the franchise didn't want him anymore and it was the right time to go. They were ready to move on to Aaron Rodgers. And so he retired rather than explore his other options. And then a few weeks later, decided he still wanted to play. And at that point, the Packers had already moved on and had crowned Aaron Rodgers, the heir apparent. They did not want him back in Green Bay. And so you remember how it played out from there. Trades, more trades. And then finally, of course, he got hurt and it was it was time for him to retire physically, mentally. He took up some other more unrewarding activities. Although I guess if you think crime pays, well, there's that. But it was three years for Aaron Rodgers sitting and watching and waiting behind Brett Favre. And here is Jordan Love, a guy they moved up to get in the first round of the draft several years ago. And 
it's only because of the MVPs. According to Aaron, it's only because of the MVP play for back-to-back seasons that they haven't already moved on to Jordan Love. Although I would say a lot of the analysts who watch Jordan, they haven't been convinced that he's ready. Now, it could be because of reps, real game reps. He hasn't had a ton of those. And that's been to the credit of Aaron Rodgers, the training staff, the medical staff. He's tough. He goes out there. He plays even when he is dealing with all kinds of maladies. But now if the Packers are ready to move on and Rodgers is under contract, so his only option would be to retire. If he doesn't want to go where the Packers want to send him, if they choose a trade, his only option would be to retire. Or I guess he could ask the Packers for a release, but likely they're not going to just let him walk. They would want to get something for him. So there's a bunch of different wrinkles. I would say take everything with a grain of salt right now. Fact is that everything's conjecture, speculation. Aaron hasn't even decided, at least according to Aaron, that he's going to play again anyway. He's still considering all his options, similar to a Tom Brady. So we'll hear from him a little bit later on. But the Packers do have some say in this because he is under contract for two more years. And they likely would want to get something back for him if they choose to trade him, move him. He doesn't sound incredibly upset about it, so okay. It was kind of funny to hear him talk about egomaniacs and not being one. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. People are coming here to play with me. Yeah, I mean, we've got plenty of evidence. There's no need to really call him out, but we've we've got to call a spade a spade. I mean, we, we, I can't look at a spade and call it a heart and still maintain credibility. So anyway, we won't get to Aaron Rodgers right off the top. Right off the top, we're going to go with tonight's actual events on the court. Now that means the hard court in the NBA, but it also means the hard court down under where we have two Americans right now competing in the men's quarterfinals at the Australian Open. I talked about these two going back to our last show, and actually it was in the final hour, uh, second half of the show. And what I had said to you is it's the first time for two American men competing in a quarterfinal against each other since 2007. That's how long it's been. More than 15 years since we've had two American men survive to the point where they're playing in a quarterfinal battle against one another. And how cool is it that we get to see it play out? Blake Shelton is a 20-year-old college student from the University of Florida. It's his first time out of the United States, first time using a passport, and yes, his first time getting to a quarterfinal of a major. I saw him battle back. Jay and I were watching a little bit. He got a late break against fellow American Tommy Paul in the third set and was able to win that set. He just won a set in the quarterfinals of the Australian Open. Now, he is trailing two sets to one, and he's now down in the fourth set. Looks like Paul has an early break. 
Shelton is racking up the aces. He's hanging tough, but there's some unforced errors. No doubt there are some nerves. It's all new to him. Think NFL playoffs and guys who make their debut and they have to deal with some of the anxiety, but also the pressure. And then in the moment, how do you adjust? And so he is down, but he's fought hard. The first set actually went to a tiebreak, so it's not like he's getting blown out. Doing the best he can, still fist pumping. Meanwhile, Tommy Paul is more of a steady Eddie, but he is out there and stands to reach the semifinals. An American in the semifinals is is awesome. Coming up in uh, 45 minutes-ish, depending on how long this match goes, if Shelton can come back and fourth a fifth set, fourth, <laughs> force a fifth set, <laughs> say that 15 times fast, say that fourth times fast, uh, if he can come back and force another set, always go with your first thought, always go with your first answer, then the Novak Djokovic match would be pushed back. But he is scheduled to play live in Melbourne while we are here on the air. It's after hours, and it's such a primetime spot right now. After hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. It is our hump show, middle show of the work week. So middle show before we get to the championship Sunday, staring us in the face from Philadelphia and, of course, from Kansas City. No neutral site, though. Did you hear the latest news? I, I don't know if it's news or a report, but did you hear the latest speculation that the NFL will at least consider neutral site championship games? That is the, okay, next to moving the Super Bowl outside of the United States, that has got to be the most tone deaf and ridiculous thing they've considered in years. Actually, going back to this idea of making pass interference a replayable call subject to replay, How long did that last? Oh, a few months, and then it's just somehow mysteriously disappeared, never to be heard from again. They buried it in a hole and pretended like it never happened. Yeah, how about you do that with this idea of neutral site championship games? Do you want to know why? Are you ready? It's very simple. 50,000 tickets sold in Atlanta, which, now this is something college football does, right? It's championships. A lot of its conference championships. I don't even mean it's it's playoff games because we've we've seen bowl games in college football for years, and the college football playoff, even going back to the BCS, was using the bowl structure loosely. But conference championships in college football are often moved to neutral sites. They're generally in the region, but they're often neutral sites, and it's because you can then sell tickets to the two fan bases equally, in theory. When the NFL was considering, or at least had to consider, a potential neutral site for Bills and Chiefs should they end up in the conference championship, it sold 50,000 tickets in a snap. Oh, I did it on command. Sometimes it's a whiff and it sounds like a, you know what I mean? So they sold the 50,000 tickets Dollar signs. They fell asleep. The commissioner, the owners, they fell asleep with visions of dollar signs dancing in their heads, tapping into a different revenue stream. 
we could move these conference championships to places where we could then sell tickets, more tickets, but also tap into people who just want to be at the game and wouldn't have access to the tickets otherwise. Maybe move those puppies around, right? No. Dumb. Negative, Ghost Rider. It's ridiculous. You work your ass off. You get battered and bruised like you're in multiple car accidents if you're offensive players. Actually, defensive players, too, because they're doing the tackling. You put these guys through the ringer. You already extended the regular season by an extra game. And you put these guys through battle week in and week out. It's uber competitive. It's the most level playing field in sports, of course, because of the salary cap. And now you want to take away the hard-earned home field advantage. You already took away the second buy in the two conference, the two conferences by what? Expanding the playoffs, right? So here we are at 14 teams in the playoffs, which is getting dangerously close to half of the NFL. And I, I think there is some talk that, that it's watered down. But either way, you wanted your supersized wildcard weekend. Then you wanted a Monday night game from your supersized wildcard weekend, which means the two teams in each conference who have worked and sacrificed and earned those buys, they're extremely valuable. But you're going to take away their home field advantage? What is wrong with you guys? Are you not paying any attention? No. no. Hell no. I don't know if it's a change that can be made without the vote of the NFLPA. I'm I'm not sure about that. A lot of this stuff just goes through the competition committee. But either way, that's just wrong. You work so hard to get those buys, Philadelphia and Kansas City this year, and very often the teams with the buys, I mean, the buys are valuable. The teams with the buys end up getting to at the very least, the conference championship. But you look at the numbers uh, around the Super Bowl, and it's overwhelming. There's almost always at least one team that had a bye, and very often it is the two teams that had a bye. I mean, they've changed the format recently, but you get what I'm saying. So that's dumb. Let's not do that. You better send those refunds. <laughs> so getting ready for the conference championships this weekend, we actually came up with, Kind of a fun poll. We're not going to do it tonight. But man, I'm getting all kinds of creative thinking about different ways that we can dress up what will be the 11th Super Bowl covered here on CBS Sports Radio. So 11 Super Bowls for me, actually, 11 consecutive Super Bowls working Sunday nights, like the night of the Super Bowl. Some of that has been amazing. Some of it's been challenging. But it's always the most high-profile high night of the year for both TV and radio. But it's been an honor. It's, it's a huge privilege to be the official CBS Sports Radio postgame show now for what is going on 11 years. I might have to do a video about that, maybe even a blog post. Ooh, speaking of that, I've, I've got some big news to share. No, I'm not getting married. Oh, my gosh, the number of people every time I say I have big news – Actually, let me clarify. I'm not getting married yet. I am getting married at some point in my life. I'm just not getting married yet. But anyway, that's not what the news is. I have some really amazing news to be able to share with you. It's, it's, I would say it's somewhat career, but it's not just career. It's personal. And I have decided that I'm going to do it in a blog post. Um, and, and so I'm going to finish it this weekend. 
Yeah, I mean, I would tell you I'd finish it between now and then, but guess who has to go to the doctor on Wednesday? Oi, my dog. The things I do for my dog. I'm I'm feeling like I need some moral support. People reach out to me and tell me the craziest things you've ever done for your pets. Because I, I feel like my pet might as well be human. The number of things. Jay, you guys, I mean, you guys have a bulldog and you give the dog like three beds all stacked up in a row so he can feel like a king. You also let him stand over the air conditioner so he can get cooled off. You let him play in the, uh, you get him a kiddie pool. Yes. So he has his own kiddie pool. Then you get him fish because he loves the fish. I mean, you guys do just about everything to make Moose feel like a king. Just saying, wait till he's older and all of a sudden it becomes a different ball game. It's like taking care of an elderly person. I'm telling you. When you spell it all out like that, he really does have it pretty good. I mean, the, the three beds, the fish, the animals. Why don't you remember the... that the next time he wakes you up at the door with his noises? Oh, yeah, he does do that. He misses you. He does. Why then... don't you? Why don't you ever spend time with him? I always do, and then I open the door, and all he wants is food to see if I have any scraps left over. You from... generally do have food in your room. Yeah, yes. Generally. Well, so that's he's... you trained him to know that you have food in there. Oh come on! I'm not. I, I don't want him to come in he there. He loves of the to food. sit on your bed and look out the window. He does like to do that. See, yeah. he we just do bond. misses you. See. But the funny thing is, like, the second that Moose gets up on the bed and looks out the window for, like, 10 seconds, he loses his attention span so quickly. And he's like, all right, I'm done. Done. And wants to get down again. That's enough of that. <laughs> Good to see you. I mean, we'll just be fair. Moose is not one of those one of those dogs that, you know. Is, is a dog. I mean, he's he's not one of those dogs that uh, makes life easy for, for poor Jay when he's trying to sleep in the daytime. However, I'm saying you got it easy right now. Just wait. Just wait until Moose gets to be a little older, and all of a sudden, every single week, it's something different. Penny's a saint. <laughs> I love she Penny. She is. I know. She's super sweet. She's the best. I, I Seriously, I've said this before. I had no idea that elderly dogs made so many original noises, from snoring to grunting to sighing to... Just the noises that you would expect from a being, whether it be human or canine, when they have arthritis and they get up. And I mean, for heaven's sakes, I went on my bad coffee date and the whole time the guy with his knee brace was like, ah, ah, ah. That's so annoying. <laughs> Do you know the number of people who have sent me condolence messages about my bad date? Like this one guy said, and I quote, hang in there. Oh, okay, I'll hang, in, hang there. in there. Do you know the number of bad dates I've survived? Enough to put into a book. This is why I do it. My niece, I told my uh, my younger niece, because we're on the phone for an hour on Tuesday evening, I told her about my bad date, and first of all, she laughed, and then she was like, oh, Auntie Amy, at least you have funny stories to tell people. <laughs> yeah, at least, right? Look at the bright side. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Meanwhile, she's like just celebrated a year with her boyfriend. So much easier when you're in your 20s to date anyway. All right. So about Penny in the morning, I have to take Penny to get an outpatient procedure. Remember the money I won for my fantasy football championship? Oh, there it goes. <laughs> Waving bye-bye to my money bags. <laughs> uh, anyway, so she's worth it. It should be relatively simple. But here's the crazy part that she's going to be so mad at me. She cannot have any water after midnight. So I let her have water. Oh, I cheated. It was like 12.08. Uh, I stayed home a little bit later and allowed her to have a little bit more water because she is a she's a guzzler. 
uh, because of her steroids and her diabetes, she's a guzzler. And so she's going to be so upset at me in the morning when I don't allow her to have any water after we walk. Oh, dear. So I have to go and take her and drop her off at the vet. And they're not putting under full anesthesia because it's just an outpatient procedure. They're clipping a it's it looks like a marble growing out the side of her gums. I don't know what it is. It could be a tumor. It could just be a cyst, but it's it's this marble-sized growth on the side of her gums. It's not bothering her at all. She really doesn't, I mean, the, the dog eats everything in sight, so there's no problems there. Um, I just am nervous, of course, because they're going to test it. And I'm nervous because she doesn't, they are going to do localized anesthesia, but there's still some chances there could be complications because of her age. So yeah, mama, mama's all kinds of worried uh, over the course of the show. But just in general, the things that I do for this dog, I mean, she has a ramp to get in the car. That was the first thing. Uh, she, she's deaf, so I have to yell, do hand motions. Although, can I tell you what? Australian Shepherds are known for how smart they are. This dog responds to my hand signals. That's, she's learned hand signals. That, I mean, it's, it's amazing how smart she is. Anyway, she, she's on insulin. She's on steroids. She's on arthritis medicine, alternating with the steroids. She's half deaf. She drinks a ton of water. I have to take her water bowl away from her sometimes. She goes up and down the stairs with all kinds of grunts. She has, oh my gosh, she now has like seven beds and towels all over the house because she, that's what she wants to sleep on. She's got her babies. She's got a turtle. She's got a green dog. She's got a purple bunny. <laughs> she's, she's got, I mean, the dog's got, I do laundry for the dog, for heaven's sakes. <laughs> she's pretty set. She is set, but I'm still worried about her, even though she's set. So if you all could think of us on Wednesday morning, I'd appreciate it. Um, not to mention I'll be cranky. And let's hope not impatient with the dog because I will have... Not only worked all night, but then won't have a chance to sleep. I might have to guzzle some more coffee. Uh -huh. Ooh, that'd be mean. Drink my own liquids in front of the dog who can't have any water. <laughs> she would know. <laughs> she always knows. The dog always knows. She knows. And we've got snow coming. So there's that. Like, woo. All right, we're just getting started. We're going to hit the hard court. Luca and LeBron pouring in 40 plus, but did those points do the trick? Some costly turnovers for the best team in the NBA who were locked in a road battle with one of the top contenders in the East. And as I say, we're watching what is happening now between Tommy Paul and Blake, uh, Blake Shelton. <laughs> Whoops. I'd <laughs> tune in. Tommy Paul and Ben Shelton. It is a B Shelton. Is there a B Shelton here? I have a reservation for a B Shelton. Multiple people would stand up. So Ben Shelton, Tommy Paul, uh, Shelton is attempting to break and get back on serve in the fourth set, but he is trailing two sets to one. Tommy Paul closing in on that semifinal. Novak Djokovic is still to come. Uh, and so we got a lot of fun stuff. Yes, Aaron Rodgers, Brandon Bean talking about what the Bills have to do in the offseason. Oh, man, we've got sad saps this week. <laughs> we do. We have some fun sad sap audio uh, that that I, you're going to have to hear to believe. And then, let's see, what else is there? Oh, Ask Amy Anything. Duh. It's the Hump Show. And we put the post up 
hours ago, actually. It's now been about six hours, and we're finding, of course, it's a different audience on social media that sees the post. So you're looking for the bright orange box on my Twitter, A-Law Radio, or on our show Twitter, After Hours CBS, on our Facebook page, too. And while you're there, please vote for the two polls. We've got two Two polls that are ongoing. Uh, If you remember, last night we were asking you which team suffered the more disappointing end to their season, Bills or Cowboys. So that poll is in its final hour. And then we've got your TD of the Week poll coming off of a a dynamic and dandy divisional weekend. We'll let you hear those candidates coming up. Yeah, there's a lot happening. Good stuff uh, on this edition of the Hump Show. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's a Touchdown Tuesday on After Hours. Firing for the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Touchdown. Takes it himself to the pylon. One man to beat 10. He's gone. They throw in the end zone. Cut. Touchdown. Made a guy miss. He's inside the five. He's to the three to one. Touch the center something into the end zone. Touchdown. To cast your vote for the TD of the week, head to at After Hours CBS on Twitter or give us a call at 855-212-4227. The Kansas City Chiefs. Tenth play of the drive. 20 to 17 Chiefs. 7.22 to go in the game. Mahomes, again, that right ankle is the one that's bothering him. That's in front of the left. Feet staggered. McKinnon sprints in motion to the near flat. Mahomes now steps up in the pocket, throws late, wide open, back of the end zone. Touchdown! 
Kansas City, Marquez Valdez-Scantling on a six-yard touchdown. The Philadelphia Eagles. First and goal at the two. High snap. Give goes to Boston Scott. He pushes forward. He's in for the touchdown. The giant killer has another one. He just runs under everybody. (laughs) He's powerful. He's low to the ground. And he has the moves to get the ball into the end zone. The Cincinnati Bengals. Joe waits for the shotgun snap. He catches. Pump fakes to the right. Oh, got throws to the got end him. zone. It is caught <laughs> by Hayden Hurst. Touchdown. <laughs> Bengals. Burrow sucked the Bills in with the pump fake. And Hayden Hurst was wide open at the goal line. The San Francisco 49ers. Tenth play of the drive. Six runs, three passes, two holds for Dallas, as you noted. And here we go. Looking to get in the end zone for the first time today. And take the lead back. Oscar, Oscar, Oscar. McCaffrey goes left. Ebo goes in motion. Right. Purdy out of the shotgun. Kittle and Juszczyk are right. Uh, Ayuk the other side. Hand off McCaffrey. Touchdown! San Francisco! One touchdown from each of the winners. Good thing the Niners finally scored uh, that go-ahead TD when they were tied at nine, and they were able to get the Christian McCaffrey jaunt into the end zone after Brock Purdy engineers a long drive. If I remember correctly, it was a 91-yard drive, but I'd have to go back and make sure that my numbers are not off on numbers in your head. Uh, but Greg Papa and Tim Ryan on the Niners radio network. So the poll is still up, by the way, as I go through your options for TD of the week. The poll is still available for another couple hours. And so I just retweeted A-Law Radio. It's also on our show Twitter, After Hours CBS. Ooh, baby. This is exactly what I'm talking about. Always go with your first answer. Yes, it was the culmination of the drive in which George Kittle had the one-handed bobble off his helmet and then hauled it in. And we saw the toughness for the Niners in that drive, but also CMC capping off the 91-yarder. So, yes, that's the option for the Niners. Before that, the Bengals in the snow. Joe Burrow to Hayden Hurst. It was their second touchdown, and it capped an incredible 11 minutes. Kind of a shocking start for Buffalo fans and for the Bills themselves. Dan Horton, Dave Lapham on Bengals radio. The Eagles. Boston Scott, you knew he was going to get the ball in the red zone. You knew he was going to have the opportunity. They manhandled the Giants. It's Merrill Reese on Eagles radio for the top seed. In the NFC, top seed in the AFC, it's Mitch Holtis. Patrick Mahomes, he determined he was going to play all of that second half come hell or high water, even if he was grimacing in pain the whole time, which he was. Doesn't throw a touchdown out of the pocket in that second half. Let me rephrase. Doesn't throw a pass out of the pocket or a touchdown pass out of the pocket in that second half. Uh, He was limited in terms of his ability to move around and scramble, uh, but he did find Marquez Valdez-Scantling for a touchdown uh, that essentially put that game out of reach against the Jags. So you've got those four options. Again, I just retweeted. It's also on our Facebook page uh, after hours with Amy Lawrence. Want to pass an update along from the Australian Open where Tommy Paul has survived a game challenge from 20-year-old Ben Shelton, and Paul reaches his first 
Australian Open semifinal. It was really cool to see the American flag uh, everywhere, certainly on the graphic between uh, the two athletes, and to know that there were three American men that reached the quarterfinals is amazing. So congratulations to Tommy. He ends up with a four-set victory and still to come Novak Djokovic also in the quarterfinals uh, so we'll keep you posted there it's going to be kind of cool to see Novak on live down under straight ahead plenty of drama in hoops LeBron James is a bit salty though he sets this kind of obscure personal career mark it's a little bit like the Tom Brady records. He's the only guy ever to do it against every team in the league. There's uh, 28 teams that he's had late game comebacks against. You know, so it's it, it is only possible when you have supreme longevity, which of course LeBron James does. So it's kind of a, a mark that you're not going to see from any other athlete probably ever moving forward. So we'll talk LeBron, uh, Luca with 40 plus the Celtics coughing the ball up way too many times. And as we head up toward the top of the hour, well, we're going to uh, talk Lakers basketball with Kyle Goon. Hasn't been with us in a long time here on the show, but he was inside Staples Center for this Lakers-Clippers rivalry. So, yeah, there's a lot to do. Also, one guy, one guy hearing his name called for the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown. Plenty to do on what is a hump show. In the meantime... Send your questions for Ask Amy Anything a couple hours from now, but it's our middle show of the work week, and we've, we're going to keep you busy. We're going to keep you company, and we're going to keep you busy. Bam! You are listening to the... T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. After Hours Podcast. George's doubled, spins away from it. Back outside Batuma, right wing three is short. Oh, the tip slam. PG-13 takes flight. 21 for George. Jackson looking to get it across himself from left to right and does on Schroeder. Now full head of steam down the middle of the lane on Gabriel. He fends off, banks it up, banks it in. Counted on a foul for Reggie Jackson. Westbrook driving middle, stripped by Leonard and a steal. Up ahead, here comes Kawhi. One-on-one with Schroeder, slams with two. The swipe and score from Leonard. T. Lou pumped up. 
Timeout, Lakers. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. The voice of Noah Eagle on Clippers Radio as they build a 23-point lead against the Lakers, who were technically the home team at Staples Center a few hours ago. It was a career night for LeBron James in multiple ways, but still not enough firepower against the Clips, who got 25 from Kawhi Leonard and 27 from Paul George. Still not a lot of conversation around the Clippers, but they are a couple of games above 500, um, and, and they're even getting double figures for some of their guys off the bench, like Reggie Jackson, Norm Powell, just shot really well tonight. So the the Lakers' defense was not up to par because the Clippers shot, get that, 61% from the floor. I get it. There's a lot of scoring. The rules facilitate scoring in the NBA, and fewer teams play real serious defense. But even as LeBron James sets a career high, I mean, think about that how deep he is in his career, and it's a brand-new personal best for LeBron. Nine three-pointers. He has nine of them, but the Clippers have 19. 19 of their 38. Now, there is help for the Lakers on the horizon, apparently, as Anthony Davis is about to return. So we'll get more on that coming up with Lakers reporter Kyle Goon at the top of the hour. He was at Staples Center and will join us here on After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. So here's the line for LeBron. 46 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists, and... This quirky stat that you're unlikely to get, really, from uh, from any other player moving forward. LeBron's longevity makes this possible. And, you know, he wants that all-time scoring record. I think the last I read, he was about 175 points out. He's, he's closing in on Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, so he's getting closer. Uh, still has a way to go, obviously, but it is possible that he could get it this year. So wants to stay healthy, and the Lakers have been surging. So, again, lots to talk about with Kyle when he joins us. Uh, but this weird, obscure stat is that he now has scored at least 40 points against every other team in the league. Or against, I, I mean, he faced the Lakers early in his career. So he scored 40 points against every team in the NBA. Not two, not three, not nah, four. Nah, 30, not actually. Not 30. Six. And yet, they end up with a loss, and I would say not a close one, a pretty handy victory by their crosstown rival. I was able to make a few shots tonight, you know, to try to help us um, stay in the game. I mean, the Clippers, they are really good, um, exceptionally good when they they shoot the three ball, you know, and, uh, you know, tonight they did that. I didn't want to run our guys in 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 the ground, you know, as much as we can. The beautiful thing about this league is you get to do it all, all over again, so you don't have time to feel sorry for yourself. You know, the Clippers are a hell of a ball club. I tip my hat to them once again. T. Lewis, that's my man, hell of a coach. But uh, we have business to do tomorrow. Um, have to fill our cups back up and get ready to go to battle. We're not there yet. we still got a long ways to go, but I love our process. I love the guys putting in the work, you know, with our practices that we've been having. and. You know, just just trying to stay with the program until we get to where we want to get to. But right now, I think we're doing a good job of trending up. Darvin Ham talking about T. Lou and then Ty Lou talking about his Clippers. But, yeah, if you shoot the ball the way that they did tonight, especially from deep, it opens up everything on the inside. As for LeBron James, uh, he has been part of this 
surge with the Lakers. Uh, I'd have to go back and look at the specific numbers. But do you remember when they were one of the last teams in the NBA to get a win to start this season? And yet here they are. They've fallen back now four games below 500, but they're getting dangerously close, even though they've been without Anthony Davis for quite a while. You guys, I think, are about 500, maybe one game over 500 without him. Um, do you feel like the team managed that pretty well or, or managed that even better than you expected? I don't understand. <laughs> Basically, without AD, you guys have, have managed to, to kind of hang on and, and be around 500. Is that what you expected? Um, I didn't expect anything besides to go out and compete. It wasn't like, okay, AD's out. What can we do? I just go out and play the game and see what happens. Didn't LeBron tell us that he has an extraordinarily high basketball IQ? He might be as smart as my dog Penny. You know, I told you she's she's super smart. So he's already told us that he's extremely intelligent when it comes to the game of basketball. So if that's the case, I think he was playing with a reporter. I don't understand. Wait, what? I have a huge basketball IQ. See, you definitely understood. Don't even try to play. Don't try to play us. We're we're on to you, LeBron James. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's after hours on CBS Sports Radio. Again, we'll talk to Kyle Goon from LA in a few minutes here on the network. Uh, there's there's something to be said for the way that LeBron is continuing to perform at a very high level late in his career, even as we have the conversation about Tom Brady and whether or not people want to see him again. We did that poll last year. Uh, I know they play two completely different sports, and obviously their health is – well, their mobility and their their physical builds are completely different in the sports that they play. Um, but you have to admire the fact that still they continue to play at a level that – even if it doesn't always meet expectations, at least for them personally, it still has the ability to dazzle. Uh, and so, yeah, the the records that they set, it's unique to guys who've been at their craft and been at their sport for two decades or more. Didn't Tom Brady drop the, well, you know, whether in your first year, or your 23rd year on Let's Go, like who's in their 23rd year? Oh, that would be you, Mr. Brady. We'll get back to football, but right now we're locked into some basketball. We go from L.A. to Miami, where it certainly looked like the Celtics had this one in the bag against the Heat. Bounce pass to Bam. Dives in. Flips it up. Right past Tatum for two. Bam's got 23, and it's 87-85. The Heat within two, thanks to an 8-0 run. Bam knocks it away into the hands of Vincent. Kicks it to Bam. He corrals it, gets up, throws it down with authority right on top of Derek White's melon. Bam wrestling with Williams. He kicks it to Bam, jumper from the free throw line that rips the net out of bio with 27. We're tied at 95. Everybody's on their feet. 35 seconds to go. Tyler with the rock. Feed on the logo. Double team on Tyler. Got it to Bam. Bam. Jumper from the free throw line. Splash! He's got 30. Man, the Celtics and the Heat went in completely opposite directions in the fourth quarter. First of all, as you hear with Jason Jackson on Heat Radio, a 15-0 run in the fourth quarter. I would say there's probably a little bit of fatigue with the Boston Celtics. 
uh, they're going on this. I mean, it's it's not like they're cross country, but they are on a road swing right now. And no Jalen Brown. So Jason Tatum is having to carry more of the load. And certainly the Heat knew that. They've got one of the best defenses in the East, one of the best defenses in the NBA. And they were able to harass Tatum. And not just Tatum. They're able to harass uh, the other Celtics into committing 17 turnovers. So here's, here are the two opposite ends of the spectrum. The Heat go on a 15-0 run. The Celtics only score 13 points in the fourth quarter. And when they had the opportunity late, Jason Tatum, who's got the ball in his hands, is deadly. I mean, he watched a good chunk of this game. The, what he can do with the basketball, it's so pretty. But also, it'll leave you with your jock strap hanging, you know, onto the floor, dropping onto the floor. Uh, he takes the ball. Coach Missoula does not call a timeout. And the play unfolds with a Heat have an opportunity. Joe Missoula will not call timeout. Shot clock is off. Celtics with the ball. 12 seconds left, down two. Foul to give here. Tatum behind the screen. Tatum double team with three. With two, his pass picked off by Hero, and Miami's going to win it. Oh, wait. Foul. A foul away from the ball on on the Celtics. He gets double teamed. So there is no timeout. He just goes forward with it. This is Jason Tatum. You don't need to call a timeout to set him up. But he goes forward with it and ends up that the Heat play it perfectly. They double team him as they should. They end up grabbing that ball away. He tries a, I would say, an ill-advised pass. It was kind of over the top, cross court. It just, it wasn't a good decision by Jason. It was just a bad read. Uh, they double route, rode to the basket. Uh and I should have just threw it to D. White in a slot. Um, you know, throwing a cross-court pass that late, that time of the game is pretty risky and uh, backfired on me. But they trust me in that situation to make the right play, uh, regardless of being double-teamed or not. Uh, you know, I can't let us down like that and, and not even give ourselves a chance, really, you know, to win the game. Bam Adebayo finished with 30 points and 15 rebounds, had a good chunk of his damage done in the fourth quarter, and then what a rally for the Heat. I think it just really got going in the third and fourth quarter. You know, <clears throat> uh, coach has done a great job of, you know, emphasizing giving me the ball, and I'm just taking a, taking advantage of my opportunity. So big win for Miami. Celtics still the team to beat in the East. However, uh, the Heat are one of those teams that do not get intimidated, and they're always up for a challenge. I think the Heat play better when the game is supposed to be grittier, when the game is against a better opponent. They raise their level of play with Jimmy Butler, with Bam Adebayo. They're still a contender, too, in the East. All right, we're heading to L.A. to talk to Kyle Goon straight ahead after hours on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 